Right. I've thought of an intro mm-hmm. because of the special guest this week. Okay. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. I pity the fool don't listen to Stupid Sexy Podcast. <laughs> I ain't getting no damn radio. I pity the fool don't. <laughs> you sort of verged on doing Hulk Hogan again, but I appreciate everything. Well, I mean, they're they're inextricably linked. They main evented the first you WrestleMania, can't have, as we know. Uh, yin without Yang. <laughs> exactly. And importantly, I pity the fool don't listen to Stupid Sexy Podcast because it's the Stupid Sexy Podcast. <laughs> Season 15, episode 6. Today, I am a clown. But yes, happy Hanukkah. To, and fittingly, this week, it is a very Jewish-centric episode. And taking you through this smorgasbord of comedy is, first of all, she's over there. She's very, very tired. She was eating some chips and sag paneer. It's Heather Anderson. And over there, equally sleepy boy, but for different reasons. Speculate at your will about what that is. It's Alan Irwin. That's a me. So welcome everybody. Season 15, episode 6. Today I am a clown. An episode that we're going to talk about, as we always do here at the Stupid Sexy Podcast. I'll tell you what. Uh, are you feeling like like the mensch that you are, Heather? Are you calling me a schmeel? A schmuck. You, I like you, kid. You got a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> Yep, I couldn't think of any more Yiddish words. Okay, well, before we get into it, would you like to hear my synopsis that I prepared? As someone who's never watched this episode, I would love it very much. Season 15, episode 6. Today, I am a clown. Krusty the Clown discovers that he is ineligible for a star on Springfield's Jewish Walk of Fame because he never had a bar mitzvah and in the eyes of his religion is not even a man. Seeking solace in his faith, Krusty prepares for a late bar mitzvah broadcast live to the nation. Meanwhile, Homer takes over hosting duties of Krusty's TV show on the Sabbath, but when Lisa convinces him to advance the cause of social justice, he ends up in danger of losing the show altogether. That was synopsed and sized. Yeah. So what do you think? I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent episode. There were parts of it I was like, oh, Lisa. But like, you know. I thought it was good. Okay, let's get into it then, shall we? So for a rare occasion on the pod, we have a chalk gag. We do! Yep, over 40 and single is not funny. I beg to differ. (laughs) I'm only joking. Looking forward to it. (laughs) I know how many Tinder likes you have. You're not going to fucking get the mess with me anymore, Heather. I know the truth. Um, the couch gag is I thought it was quite fun the Simpsons all go down uh, like farming poles and become uh, like the bat family bat fam are they called the bat family I don't know I just thought it would be fun to sing bat fam to the tune of Batman because it's you know bat fam bat fam bat fam (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the deeper one isn't it that really sets it off Uh, we start off Homer getting out of bed singing ring of fire Yes, a chin. Time to whiz in a foaming bowl of china. But there's a queue for the bathroom because it turns out Maggie has locked herself in there with a ball and she loves that ball. She lo- She's having a ball with that ball. So much so that it saves her several times when Homer decides to try and open the door with a coat hanger yeah. and nearly kills her. Yeah, and then... And I have to say that the medicine cabinet opening was great. That was very funny. I liked that a lot. And all the tablets spill out and scissors and a knife, I think. Yeah, shavers. Razors, I mean, they're called... Razors, that's the one I was thinking of, not a knife. That's not a knife, that's a razor. <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol spills everywhere, which Homer mistakenly thinks is baby blood. I find that very funny, because, like, yeah, it's pink. It's not people blood. Baby blood. So it's got to be It's got to be baby blood. So Lisa tries with the coat and gets in. She's like, I don't understand why we don't try ideas more than once, which is a reasonable point. So just as Homer's about to piss, the doorbell goes, and who is it, Heather? It's Doc the Hibbert. 
Dr. Hibbert, who wishes that somebody was seriously ill, and that's why he was there, but that's not why. That's not why. It turns out that Santa's little helper has been riding again. He's been fucking. He's been fucking. I think it's quite funny, right? Well, first of all, Dr. Hibbert's dog is called uh, Rosa Barks. Yes, that was very funny. But also that she's a white poodle. Yeah. I think that's quite funny. He reveals basically that Santa's little helper is impregnated as poodle, and you've got these really cute, like, they're greyhounds with, like, poodle heads. I don't know if I'd say they're cute. They kind of looked like high court judges. Or Bet Lynch from Coronation Street. Yes, that's a better description or I duck that's her smoking a cigarette <laughs> Hibbert's like storms off leaves him to it which by the way this is also the plot line of a Fraser episode Ooh. like this exact thing and Homer goes you just lost a box pal because you got to get the last word obviously so the Simpsons can't understand why Santa Hubbard has got Rosa Barks pregnant because the last time he got somebody pregnant Homer t- took him to get neutered yeah. and we had a lovely little flashback then I also love that Lisa was like looking up like a Simpsons book to be like wait a minute he yes <laughs> this happened before and then Homer goes but you know before he uh, got the snip I wanted to give him a night his wang would never forget he takes him out gets him a sex worker dog that was like a sexy dog like it had mm. a jacket and, and a skirt <laughs> you know, you know, like, a, like a sexy jacket yeah. uh, and then Homer pays the uh, sex worker $350 to play air hockey yes. now I love a bit of air hockey I don't know if I love a $350. But it was $350 for an hour rather than like a pound for five minutes. That still is not a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a good deal at all. That's $350 an hour instead of 12 quid. I'm such a mark. <laughs> Marge is like, right, well, you're going to have to go and give all these puppies out. But you can't just give them to some crazy old person. And then it shows you the crazy cat lady yeah. babbling, <laughs> sadly. No, I love a sad babble. <laughs> so we then cut, so they, they give out a few of the pups. They give one to Willie. Willie picks the one that's grumpy and weird like himself mm-hmm. and then they offer one to Snake who has to just because it, yeah, that's who he is he has to do a stick up that was very funny oh I won't take one or I won't adopt one I'll take one <laughs> and I'm going to take it home and love it unconditionally and there's nothing you can do to stop me bye <laughs> bye <laughs> That was a great snake. Thank you. I'm good at snake and I'm good at uh, Rainier Wolf Castle. What can I say? So we then cut to Krusty, who is watching TV in his pyjamas, well, dressing gown and, and pink slippers. His leg hair is really terrible. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I'm not, a, really I'm not against leg hair, just that particular brand. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, you know, I speak as a man with leg hair, but it doesn't look like that. He then goes to his fridge and he decides what to have. He can either have champagne or slim fast and he just mixes them, which sounds that truly, truly horrible. Me. I've never had a slim fast. Not have you? I I I don't I don't really understand what they are. Are they like a do you have them instead of eating? Yeah. They're like a, they're like the amount of calories and nutrients and stuff of a meal, but they're a liquid form. So a terrible idea all around. Yeah, so yeah, what what what's the science for that? Because surely uh, there isn't any, it's bullshit because uh, <laughs> Oh boy, don't you get me started. <laughs> Do you know what? I would love to, but this is only a half hour show. I know. So Krusty adopts the, the one of the pups. He, do. he loves it very much. So he takes it for a walk and it leads him to the the Jewish neighbourhood in Springfield. Yes. Uh, where on the streets the, the stalls are selling DSL modems and Brazilian waxes. Oh my God, get your buttery soft Brazilian wax. Oh. So the dog leads Krusty onto the Jewish walk of fame. It do. So everybody who's famous gets a wee star, but Krusty isn't there. He's not. Like everybody's there. Woody Allen, uh, Albert Einstein. Yes. Lamb Chop, who is a ventriloquist dummy. Yes. Like, just, but Krusty's not there. So he's like, I need to go and find it. So he goes to Walk of Fame Committee, mm-hmm. uh, where it says, where the chosen get chosen, which I is thought, good. I, I do appreciate that some of the signs in this one were class. 
discusses it with them and he's like, why well, haven't got a star? And it's because he hasn't been bar mitzvahed, which mm-hmm. means technically he's not Jewish. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. And then he says this line, now, do you want to know about this? In my notes, I've written this so poorly that I don't think, it was a word I'd written down phonetically to help me pronounce it. Right. But I now can't read my own oh, handwriting. Oh God, right, let's go. He's like, do you know how much I donate to the Briar Brith? Does that sound right? No. I know what you're trying to say, but I can't pronounce it either. I can't remember exactly, but that's but, definitely bene, not it. Bene Brith, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Bene, whatever it is, yes, anyway. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a Jewish charity, right? So he goes, do you know how much I donate to the Bene Brith? And he went, actually, I do. And then Krusty goes, oh, oh, oh well, well, good, goodbye. <laughs> so he runs into Bart and Lisa, who are just happened to be, what maybe they're waiting to get Brazilians. I don't know. Oh! And they were just in the area. And what was that noise? I'm sorry, I turned into a live rooster. He's like, I'm not even a Jew. I was turned down by all those country clubs for nothing. <laughs> that made me laugh. And then your mate turns up because he's like, oh, I, I hate I hate the Jews now or something. And then Rainier turns up and he's like, we have much to discuss. <laughs> So, also, at some point here, I can't remember what scene is in, but Krusty refers to Lisa as a sweet little Shexa. Oh, it's because Lisa suggests that he get bar mitzvah now, yeah. like he's an adult, but you can still get bar mitzvah any time. So they talk to his dad, the rabbi. So Jackie Mason's back as mm-hmm. uh, Rabbi Kostrowski. He's like, you're, you're a putz. Nothing is serious to you while Krusty pulls faces behind him. Yeah. And he's like, you're making fun of me right now. And he goes, well, maybe I am mocking you, but you can't argue with the laughs. Just and then cuts to Bart and Lisa just stirring. That is relatable <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like the start of Luck Be a Lady tonight. I'm in a really uh, well-pitched mood. Okay, so Krusty agrees he'll become Bart Murphy. He's going to become a devout Jew. He cuts to his show and he's like, Kids, I'm going to teach you all about my beliefs. He's wearing a yarmulke and all. He's like totally on board. And they play this itchy and scratchy cartoon that's really upsetting. Yeah, it was really alarming. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. So there's a bris. I don't know if the bris is is the bris the knife or I is think it so? The, yeah. But right, then, so, like, don't quote me on anything that I've ever yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, I, I apologise to anybody Jewish listening. I'm really not that familiar with it, but it's, it's circumcision of a baby anyway, is there? Yeah. Scratchy's about to circumcise itchy, and itchy takes the knife and no doesn't take the knife takes his eyes out and then yes. Scratchy cuts himself up with his own knife yes and then he puts him into a sausage maker yes um, and then put, holds him over the fire turns him into a, like a like a chalice yes and then wraps that in a cloth and stamps on it yeah. and says mousel tough mousel tough was very made funny. me chuckle yeah and then it cuts to Krusty going and that's what I believe in now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was an upsetting itchy and scratchy cartoon don't really know what yeah, to make I, of it ugh. Oh, my sweet, sweet sausage maker. You couldn't make sausage now anymore. There's been human meat in it. Well, cat meat. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't argue with you there. <laughs> so we cut across to getting a massage and the Simpsons come in and grab him on the show, but so does the producer who's like, right, you know, we got to do your show on Saturday. And he's like, I can't work on the Sabbath. Yeah. He's like, okay, we'll just, we'll just do two shows on Friday. He goes, what? I can barely get through one show on Friday. And that's even with all the... Sniffing the lovely flowers. flowers. Expensive, expensive flowers. Filled with regret. So Krusty loves Coke. Marge also loves John Stewart. She do. She suggests as a relief host, she's like, he's like sexy and smart. Yeah. How do you feel about John Stewart? Would you consider him to be sexy and smart? I mean, no. No, he's smart, like. Yeah, he's smart. For guys, I suppose, I suppose for like 60, for, but 60 is not a bad looking guy, is he? He's not the best. I'm not saying I'm not asking he's the best. Who at sixty is the best? George uh, Clooney, Robert De Niro, sixty-year-old Robert. So Robert De Niro in like Casino is the best. 
you fuck. I can't do it. Why was he English? <laughs> you fuck. I'm sorry, you just went full Rolf Fiennes. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you fuck? You fuck. Uh, did, did you? Yeah, there you go. That's that's more like Pacino, but it's, it's good. I could do Joe Pesci as well. Go on. You fuck. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. So Homer gets the job as the relief host specifically because he's ugly and untalented. Yes. And they want somebody that, like... Yeah, won't replace him long-term. The show is Homer, Moe, Lenny, Lenny and Carl just talking about... They have no topics, essentially. Yeah. They just start... I will say Moe's jacket, big fan. Beautiful, yes. It's like a burgundy with, like, an orange cross hat. Yeah, he was looking Very well. nice. So they have very little to talk about. Like, Carl talks about how... Why are oldie stations always playing the same songs? Get yeah, some new and then oldies. Homer is talking about how seats aren't made for uh, the average person, which is fair. Because he's got a fat ass. We he's established that in the last dump episode. Truck butt. Stop saying dump truck. Okay, he's got a dumpy butt. <laughs> a dumpy butt. That's more. That's a more accurate description of mine than dump truck. And then they're like, "Who has more power, Miss America or Miss USA?" I think one's voted and one's appointed. Yeah. We cut to Krusty who is discussing with his father about you know how, how to be Jewish. He's like, you have to have separate plates for dairy and meat. He says, also, you always, always, always have to have Chinese on Christmas Day. Yes. Which, if that's a condition of being Jewish, I am. I know that a lot of Jewish uh, denominations don't accept conversions, but mm-hmm. I would love to have... That sounds so much better than a Christmas dinner. It does. I have always have Chinese on Christmas Eve, which is oh, nice. Oh, that's... Mm. So we always have a wee buffet on Christmas Eve. So Carl asked for a bit more money because he's been on the show from... Or was it Lenny asked for more? Who asked Lenny for more Lenny asked for more money and then he was replaced yeah. by Barney. And Barney yeah, right. said... I the remember. light was in his eye because yeah. they turned the light down and a little bit. He and he's replaced by Disco Stew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disco Stew knows his place. Know your worth, Disco Stew. Homer is like an arts capitalist. Like he's like, any complaints out in your ear. Yeah. I'm the boss. Disgust him. He's gone mad with power. So we then go to the Simpsons. They're in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And did you notice the background music just no. as the scene came in? It was, you know, we've talked about this before. I think it's the theme tune to I Love Lucy. You know, the, I'm gonna make it after all. Cool. But with a Jewish flavour. Like it was the same instruments that they used when they went into the Jewish neighbourhood earlier in the episode. Nice. I don't know I don't know what instruments they used to give it a Jewish flavour, but I, that was clearly the intent. Cool. So... But it was so there you go, little bit of trivia. So Chief Wiggum comes in with Ralph and he's like, Can I get an autograph? He says, I'm sorry to interrupt you while you're eating, but you're always eating. Oh, yeah. And Ralph was like, I eat Legos. And Homer goes, So did I, son, and look where I am. <laughs> and he writes Ralph with a backwards yeah. R, which may suggest he's dyslexic, actually. Could be, but I thought Ralph always wrote his name with a backwards R, too. Oh, did he? So yeah. maybe it's accurate. Okay, fair enough. He's a cool kid, all right. Lisa's like, You should use your profile to, like, advanced causes that matter mm-hmm. while Bart's like no 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 just ride the good times don't yeah. you know because sh- that's one thing we should mention the show was very popular yeah you have those builders going hey hey chick looking for a good time go home and switch on channel six <laughs> thanks for the tip and the the woman that's uh, giving birth and she's giving like birth yeah to- right okay I've got twins can you fuck up and put something good on <laughs> yeah changes the baby monitor thing to <laughs> Your water just broke. Will you keep it down? (laughs) (laughs) So Homer's like, I took Bart's advice last week, so I should probably take Lisa's this week. And he decides that he's going to advance causes. But the first thing he thinks he could do is save Abraham Lincoln from assassination. (laughs) Like, head down, Mr. Lincoln. And he karate chops. uh, (coughs) Fuck, what do you call him? John Wilkes Booth. That's the one. John Wilkes Booth. I was thinking John Wayne Gacy, but he's a serial killer, isn't he? 
So, I'm not impressed um, that I knew that. I, I was very impressed for a play. And then he shakes Lincoln's hand, and then the the $5 bill is Homer and Lincoln's shaking yeah. <laughs> which I liked a lot. Then he also imagines Lincoln and him teaming up to save Kennedy by attacking Lee Harvey also. Yeah, I thought it was fun that they didn't attack all, all the government, because we all knew the- Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> It goes all the way to the top, baby. <laughs> what, what's that old joke? It's actually, it's a good one you can use for any conspiracy, right? So two anti-vaxxers die of COVID and, well, so, so their families are told. They get up to the pearly gates. Peter and Peter say, you go in, you can ask God one question mm-hmm. and he will answer it honestly. And the two anti-vaxxers go up. First anti-vaxxer says, God, is COVID real or is it a myth? And uh, God says, oh, no, no, COVID is definitely real. It's, a, it's a, a, a serious illness that you should have been vaccinated against. Yeah. And then he, the first anti turns to the other one and says, God, this thing goes higher up than I thought. <laughs> For fuck's sake. You do it with any conspiracy. It's great. <laughs> so then on, on Homer's show, they discuss then what's the, the best things to write on calculators. And then Mo goes, boobs. That's just like what girls got. <laughs> Why is that me? Well, I've got. Do you do you like writing boobs? What's your favorite thing to write in a calculator? Boobies. Boobies. I like writing shell oil. Ooh. To draw attention to our dependence on fossil fuels. All right. Get on with this show. All right. So then Homer's like, right, going to talk about a serious issue, and he talks about IMF uh, loans and yeah. how they're given unsustainable debt repayments to developing nations. And the gap between rich and poor is getting wider. And I was like, God, he's got that spot on, right? And then Grandpa's so bored he wants to turn it off, but the remote's on the ground. It he's might like, as well be in China. <laughs> <laughs> the show's so popular that Krusty essentially is going to lose his show. So he's like, I know how to get back into the network's good graces. I'll do. I'll televise my bar mitzvah live. Mm-hmm. Much to the chagrin of his father, who wants him to take it seriously for once in his life. And it's hosted by Sideshow Mel in the stadium. And it's like... First two rows may be accidentally converted. He goes, Shalom, Springfield. I can't smear you. (laughs) He's got such good quality bits this season. Oh, he's great. So, and then he introduces the Beach Boys Experience, who do a Jewish-themed cover of Kokomo. Which, oh my God, that's going to be stuck in my head forever. How do you, do you like the Beach Boys? I, yeah, I dabble. I like them. I don't, I don't love them, but like, you know, that's some See, Kokomo... Kokomo, Kokomo is one of the. Though. You don't like it? No. See, nobody likes Kokomo. I think Kokomo's great. No, it's got I don't a great like it. sax solo. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Lago, Montego, baby, why do I was literally considering doing the whole song. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long you would do. Yeah. So then he introduces the co-host of the show alongside Krusty. I pity the fool that don't recognize this guest star. It's Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T. Mr. I T. love Mr. T. He's a good lo- You know the way Will Ferrell reacts an elf to Santa coming? That's how I yes. felt when I saw Mr. T. I mean, I really got that energy from you. It hit me in the face on the screen. I just love Mr. T so much. Good. He's a top lad. I'm actually, I'm going to tell you a story about Mr. T. About five years ago, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and his speech went so long that they had to cut him off by sending Kane out to interrupt him in the middle of him talking about how much he loves his mother. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the quote that he said, right? So this is Mr. T at the WWE Hall of Fame. So beneath the mohawk, underneath the tough talking persona, and behind the bad attitude is an old fashioned mama's boy who just happens to love his mother very much. I wanted my mother to know that I loved her every day and not just on her birthday, not just 
just on Mother's Day, not just on Valentine's Day or Christmas Day, but I love my mother on President's Day. I love my mother on Election Day, on Labor Day, on Independence Day, Columbus Day, Earth Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, Groundhog Day, April Fool's Day, New Year's Day, St. Patrick's Day, and yes, even on Father's Day. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I want that on a t-shirt. Yeah, so do I. Let's get them made as a piece of merch. (laughs) We'll put it on Teespring. Amazing. I really enjoy uh, Mr. T like detaching his mohawk and yes, putting in like a, putting... like a like a like an Orthodox or Hasidic Jewish I think haircut. So, yeah. And he's like, "Let's scroll." That made me laugh so fucking much. That was so no, funny. Not as much so as uh, Mel go. Let me introduce to you a man who was muscle bound and a man who was bound not to eat muscles. Krusty the Clown and Mr. T. Amazing. So fucking good, man. Homer is very upset about international debt, and of course he should be. Um, He's talked about how Argentina has to devalue its currency to pay off its loans, blah, 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 blah. As a result, the show was then cancelled. And his parking space is given to the audiovisual department. Yes, um, And also they put his car in the bin. Yeah, that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because it was Raphael. Sorry. Oh, it was Raphael, that's yeah, right, yeah. Our boy. Our old pal. Hey, Fetty, I got a car for you. I dumped your car. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the... So they tie Mr. T to a menorah. Yeah, and spun him with fireworks. <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so Krusty realises then this is all a bit silly he looks at his dad who is very disappointed he had a very small part in this actually yeah he did and he realises no, this isn't good so he says to his dad look I want to get permitted properly in a temple and take it seriously which he does we then cut to him at Springfield Temple reading from the Torah and he is officially a man no, in, in, he's in, a in, man in a... <laughs> what was that? I don't know Mr. Teaser and he goes I pity the fool who didn't bring an envelope to this bar mitzvah. I just love him so much. You really do, don't you? I, I, I love him on, not just on Mother's Day, not just on Valentine's Day, or Christmas ah! Day. Okay, so the episode ends there. So tell me this. What do you think of it? I liked it, yeah. I liked it. It was like, I think it was just kind of like, yeah, it was good. That's a lot of words to say. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked all the little bits and pieces in it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they all flowed well and like it didn't really drag at any point, which was nice. And they had they had an A story and a B story, but they yeah. meshed well together. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have said I loved it. Oh, no, I didn't but... love it. But like, I think it's definitely up there with some of the better episodes that we've seen so far, for sure. Oh, well, let's see. I, I don't think I would even go that far. But I feel like my score also reflects the fact that I can't give anything with Mr. T another low score. Yeah. True, fair. You know, what are you going to give it out of five? I'm going to give it a four. Okay, I'm going to go with three and a half. Yeah, I was going to go for three and a half, and then I figured, you know what, I'm feeling nice today. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> Before I give this a four. So that's three and a half and a four, seven and a half out of ten. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. good. So, I mean, check this one out. Yeah, check it out. And it's seasonal. Listen, watch it this week. Yeah, do it. Because it's Hanukkah. Do it. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Today, I am a clown. Heather, would you like to hear about next week's episode? I would love to. Season 15, episode 7. Tis the 15th season. Homer sells a Joe DiMaggio card for a pile of cash, then fritters it all away on himself before being roused by Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So it's a festive episode. You look so excited about it. 
I, I, I'm looking forward. I like a wee Simpsons Christmas episode, and I'm assuming that we'll do a wee Christmas bonus episode yeah, as well. Yeah, we will. Release it, re- it on our Lord's birthday. Okay, so uh, before we go, Heather, we'll obviously we'll be back next week with Tis the 15th season. If people want to get in touch with the podcast, what could they do? They could email us at stupidsexypod.gmail.com. That's not an email at address. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's an email? We also have a Twitter that's stupidsexypod, and we have an Instagram at stupidsexypodcast. Am I missing anything, Alan? Well, here's the thing you're missing is uh, if you like the podcast, here's some things you could do for us. You could uh, give a review on your podcast platform of choice. You could tweet about it or... or post on Facebook, whatever. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is very important. We've got listeners all over the world, weirdly. It would be a really nice Christmas present for us if we got some more. Validation, baby! Yes, so please, please, more of that. So that'll do it for this week's episode, Season 15, Episode 6. Today I'm a Klein. This has been the Stupid Sexy Podcast. I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. And until next week's episode, I love you. Not just today, but every day. Not just your birthday, not just Mother's Day, not just Valentine's Day or Christmas Day, but on President's Day, Election Day, Labor Day, Independence Day, Columbus Day, Earth Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, Groundhog Day, April Fool's Day, New Year's Day, St. Patrick's Day, and yes, even on Father's Day. And many more! Bye!